This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland with Rudy Povich. Good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every morning live on Instagram. That shit sounds pretty good on blow, mixed with tequila and wine on an empty stomach. Thank you guys so much for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. Is that goddamn loud? That is loud in my fucking earphones. Why is that so loud? Turn yourself down, son. Turn it down. Can I turn it down? I'm not sure exactly how this thing works yet. We're getting there. Oh, my Christ. Thank God. Oh, my Jesus. All right. God damn it. Stop it. Fucking A. All right. Good to see everybody. Thank you guys for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. And every day, 9.45 a.m., it goes live on Instagram, uh, Facebook, and YouTube. Looking at uh, everybody uh, hopping on. Hi, Lindsay. What's up, Tara? Don't call me Tara, Tara. Uh, Alina, A.A. Kerr, Kim, Danielle, Scooter, Sally. What's up, everybody? Um, good to see you. Hopefully, you're around next weekend. Uh, I'm going to be headlining Guddy's Comedy Club in Southdale, uh, Edina, Minnesota. Shows 7.30 both Friday and Saturday. Uh, I'm also going to be there this weekend. They kind of had a somebody fall out on uh, their feature for this weekend. So they're like, hey, I know it's weird, but can you come down and hang and do a, you know 20 minutes on Friday and Saturday? And since it's right down the goddamn block, I was like, yeah, no problem. Uh, Lindsay, I thought your hat said J-Lo. Oh, my my Expos hat? I wouldn't be opposed to a J-Lo hat. I'd want something that would signify Benefer, though. I'm a fan of J-Lo. I'm a fan of Ben. I want the two twains to meet. I want them to be together. I don't like a world where Jennifer and I call her Jennifer. I know some people call her J-Lo. I understand that most people call her Jen. She is Jenny from the block. But her and I go way back, and I call her Jennifer. Oh, man, I should try to find that um, uh, Shepard Smith. Jesus Christ, that is hilarious. I'll see if I can bring it. If I can bring it up, I'll play it for you guys. But uh, Shepard Smith going, she's going to be getting a a blur, a blow job rather than a, I mean, a curb job rather than a block party. See if I can find that one. Uh, anyways, I wanted to talk about, for just a moment, if I may, um, about uh, brother-sister relationships and how some of them can go wildly south. Some of them are just not, not meant to be. Uh, I got a few family members whose brothers and sisters do not talk to one another, and it is for Plenty of reasons, but I think both silently have come to the fact that they're just done with each other and want absolutely nothing to do with one another. And that I can kind of understand sometimes. That I actually do kind of get. Not with my sister, but I do understand it with other people and their their siblings. I totally 1,000% get that. But what I wanted to bring up was... Uh, see if I can find it here. Um... I thought this was very interesting, only because I've talked about this many times that my sister and I do not have the kind of relationship that most brother-sisters would have, right? And I came across this article with 
Jonah Hill, which if you're on the live stream right now, you can see it's uh, it's popping up. But I thought this was very interesting. I saw the other day on CBS Sunday Morning that Jonah's sister was going to be a part of Funny Girl on Broadway. Apparently, she has just been over the moon about Funny Girl forever. Um, she goes by the name of Beanie Feldstein. Uh, I, was, I thought it was a very good piece about... Not only it wasn't just about her being Jonah Hill's sister, it was a lot about this girl is super talented and has wanted to do this one role her entire life. At the age of three, she dressed uh, <laughs> she dressed like um, she dressed up as funny girl for her third birthday. So this recently just opened up on Broadway with Beanie in the title role. Um, and this is what I thought was so interesting that Jonah Hill had posted. It said, I watched my sister Beanie Feldstein absolutely radiate off the stage tonight in Funny Girl Broadway. I remember the day she was dressed like this and heard this little miniature human sing these songs her whole life. I'm absolutely proud of her as a brother, but what I saw her do tonight surpassed siblinghood or pride. Her talent caused me to cheer from the depths of my heart. I'm floored. I love you, Beanie Feldstein, and I'm in awe of you and the talent that you possess. First off, I'm in awe that a brother and sister can have that sort of relationship with one another. Because I, for whatever reason, I, listen, I've said it before. My sister and I 1,000% get along. We are th thick as thieves. I have never told my sister I love her. I don't think I need to. I also feel like my sister does not need to tell me that either. We're good. It, it seems weird and awkward. I don't tell my mom that. I, don't, I tell my daughter that constantly. Because I genuinely 1,000%, with all of my heart, am in just fatuated with that girl. I love everything about her. Other family members, it is so... I don't even like to hug. Not somebody who's like a tertiary player. You got an aunt? Who wants to hug an aunt? Hugging aunts are weird. It's so awkward. Like you spend a weekend at the cabin with this person, and I'm like, all right, well... I just Irish goodbye. I don't say like, see you guys later. Take care. Drive safe. Hugs, kisses. I love you. It's so awkward. It's so weird to do it. I just thought, all right, guys, take care. I just literally walk out the door. And I shut. I don't like it. I, I don't. I, that It gives me anxiety to know that I, at the end of the weekend, I have to hug this person goodbye. I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm different when it comes to that. I don't think it's weird. Uh, I think everybody else who has relationships like that with their siblings, I feel like those people are the problem. Not me. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's take a look at what's going on. Um, uh, Mira, reporter, that will never happen again? Um, aren't you engaged? I'm not, I, wait a minute. I'm missing something. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, you guys are talking about the hat. Aren't you engaged Aren't they? Oh, yes. Benifer and JLo. I was wondering, Gracie, what the hell you were talking about. Uh, if you guys haven't yet, feel free to go and throw a comment into one of these streams. If you're on YouTube, if you're on Facebook, if you're on Instagram, uh, are they engaged again? They are engaged again. I like a world where Benifer is together. I don't want a world where they're apart. I don't like it. Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell, if those two were not together, could you imagine what this planet would be like? We're in shambles as it is. If those two crazy kids can't make it, there ain't a chance for any of us. Uh, let's see. Hi, what's up, Nicole? Hey, Brooke. Um, uh, 
let's see, Jamie, that's what I'm doing to the Midwest today. You are doing something to the mid. Am I missing something here? Oh, you're moving to Salt Lake today. Well, best of luck to you. Salt Lake, uh, hell of a city, good time, great breweries, amazing breweries. I'm just kidding. It's fucking Utah. It's the most boring place on the planet. Although, the, here's, here's what I, I do know. The craziest porn watching comes out of Utah. Salt Lake City, to be specific. Filled with Mormons. Crazy shit on the internet. They keep that stuff on. They keep it in the closet. No pun intended. I kind of like it. I kind of like it. Uh, Jamie, Tom and Rita Hanks. Yeah, I couldn't imagine those two not being together either. That is a world that I am not ready to live in at all. Ugh. Gross. You kidding me? Disgusting. Um. A world that I am okay living in, though, is a world where there is uh, no Amber Heard, Johnny Depp, because fucking, all right, I had this thought yesterday, and maybe you guys are going to get on board with it. As I've been watching everybody lose their fucking minds about this ridiculous trial that these two have put themselves through, and not only the liable and slander that these two have put on one another, but how about the crazy shit that everybody else is saying about these two? We're watching all of this unfold. We're talking about, if this was one of your best friends who shit in her husband's bed and then laughed about it, wouldn't you immediately put that person in the back of your Subaru and drive them to the nearest mental hospital and go, dude, you, you're fucked up. You're fucked up. You need something or somebody to get you on the right path. But instead, we mock it. We laugh about it. Instead of looking at it that what this is, that this woman is absolutely bonkers, he as well, these two people have absolutely ruined each other. And we get a goddamn kick out of it. Doesn't that concern anybody? Doesn't that anybody make anybody stop for a moment and just go, shit, dude, if I was in that situation, I would much rather have somebody have some compassion and try to help us work through this instead of us just losing our goddamn minds about it. Um, let's see. Taking a look at some of these comments. Uh, oh, we're going back to the brother-sister thing. MJ, I try to sneak hug on my sister just to see what happens. I don't think it'll go over well. Yeah, um, I, yeah it's, it feels weird. I don't, I don't like going to – that's the same reason why I don't like, like to travel with, uh, with close family members outside of my daughter. Too close to quarters, man. I need space. I need, as I've said many times before, I will not get into a relationship until I can find somebody who wants a relationship just like my grandparents. So until I can find a woman who is okay with separate bedrooms and two TVs, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Um, let's see. Danielle, I'm close to my brother. He is awesome. Absolutely. You should be close. I'm close to my sister. I love my brother, Scott. My step siblings, I kind of know them. I mean, I don't think I can name their middle names. I'll guarantee I cannot name their middle names. But then again, I but then my, my half brother Scott, I don't think I can name his middle name either. Um Yeah, shit, man. I got nothing. I'm thinking about it now. I mean, I've had to like go back and think about my daughter's birth date though. So I don't know. I told that story the other day on stage about uh, meeting my my buddy Nick. Uh, the dude who does all of my, um, does all like the headshots and the promo shots and all that, but how I worked with Nick in quotes, I worked with Nick on a movie in Northern Minnesota. And then one day when I was on Instagram, I saw Nick 
and shot him a message and said, hey, man, uh, I, I got a thing coming up. I need some headshots for, can you shoot them? And he said, absolutely. And then Nick arrived to the set and I was like, oh, Nick's hair is a little longer or maybe he put on a couple pounds or maybe he shrunk four inches or maybe he grew a giant beard. I don't know. But this is definitely the Nick that I once worked with about five months ago. Uh, and then halfway through the shoot, somebody asked, hey, how do you two know each other? And I said, ah, Nick and I worked on a movie in northern Minnesota together. And he went, no, we didn't. I was like, what are you talking about, dude? He's like, I, this is the first time we've ever met. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, this is the first time we've ever met, dude. I've never met you until now. I'm like, well, how the hell do we know each other? He goes, I follow you on Instagram. Ah, <laughs> oh, Christ. Um, let's see. AA, those who don't hug are weird. I disagree. I think we're in the majority. I like that part about life. Keep it, keep it separate. Keep it nice and separate. I don't need people hugging on me, especially family members. I feel like they're trying to pickpocket. Get out of there. I don't like it. Uh, Gracie, Johnny Depp is like best friends with Tim Burton. He's been a little off for a while. Yeah, but some of that stuff that he's put out over the years has been fantastic. So I, I don't know. I give him a free pass uh what's up justin how are you man thanks for hopping on to the live feed today sally society needs to accept that many people get abused in relationships and it's not funny or entertaining yeah as i was watching this yesterday i thought how it's it's asinine that we take these relationships we put them on blast on cnn we put them on all and we just allow for people to first off openly mock and criticize I'm so glad your relationships are fucking perfect because now you have enough time and expertise in the area of how to maintain a loving relationship with somebody. You now have the time to critique Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. Thank you for your wonderful insight. I'm team Johnny all the way. Who gives a shit? Who cares? These two people completely broke each other. They allowed for it to happen. And yet, that's our entertainment for this week. Oh, man, how awesome. Fucking so weird. It's so awful, man. I was just like, I was so like watching it. I just felt dirty watching the trial and like watching these people get up on stage. And, and not only that, man, watching these lawyers, fuck those people. Every single last one of them. Running people's name through mud like that. Trying to get like the upper hand. It's gross. It's just gross. Ugh. Awful. I just, as I was watching this yesterday, I'm like, I, I got to be done. I, I had to shut it off. I couldn't do it anymore. I couldn't do it. Now, to go back to uh, what I was talking about earlier with um, Jonah Hill and his sister Beanie, how about, how about we praise more of that? It seems like every now and again, we get a nice little morsel of it and we're reminded, oh, this is the good side of humanity. This is the best that humanity has to offer. That part is amazing. That part is so good. That part is great. We should love it. Instead, we don't take it in enough. We watch, we watch the garbage entertainment, the reality shows. We w sit down and we we ingest all the trials of a people who once thought they loved each other. Who just come? I mean, how much love can you have for somebody if all you do is completely destroy them every single day, and then allow for that person to destroy you? It was brutal. It's been brutal to watch. It's been brutal to watch people make comments about it. I, that's the one thing, man. 
I have uh, I've said this before, and I actually got in a conversation about it with uh, some people. I'm not going to name names, but uh, it's people that I work with, and I work with. Uh, there's a, a aspect of my job where I work with a group of, we're going to say it's both guys and gals, but they're all young. They're all 23 to 27 years of age. And I got to be on a fucking text thread with these people who talk so much shit about everybody and everything. What an awful way to live. An absolute awful, devastating way to go through life. And I had to make a comment about something and they needed my opinion on it. And I said to them, um, I just want you guys to know I am not a shit talker, but here is my opinion. And if those people that we are talking about were to come to me and ask, what do I think? This would be my answer to them. I'm not saying it behind their back. I am not saying that it's bad or good. I am giving my opinion which is an open opinion. So please don't confuse it, confuse this with absolute shit talking because it's not what it is. And I got back a bunch of ha ha ha's. We've been trying to get you to start talking shit for a long time. We've been wondering when you're going to get on board. Glad you finally made it. No, 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 no. <laughs> we are not the same. I am not a shit talker at all. When it, There's a couple people that I have worked with if anything you hear come out of my mouth, you're like, I'm going to go and I'm going to tell that person that. Feel goddamn free. Because if that person were to ask me, I'd probably fucking tell them. I'd probably throw it right back at them. If you have questions, I will tell you my answers. That's how this works. And then I can go to bed feeling fucking great. But I, listen, uh, I ran into somebody yesterday at Acme Comedy Company and we were talking about people from our past. And they said, you said this one thing about them. And I sat there for a moment and I'm like, maybe I did. Maybe I did say that about them. You would probably remember more than I would. I don't, I don't think I would say that. But if I did, I would apologize. It was probably my feeling in the moment. But if that person were to ask me about it, and I would, this, it would be my same answer. So I can go to bed feeling great. <laughs> So please remember that, everybody. Try that every now and again. It feels fantastic. Uh, merchandise. Thank you guys for uh, picking some up. You can find it at rudypovich.com. Uh, stuff from a long walk to Cleveland. Also on uh, just like some regular straight up old stand-up stuff and dates and all that. That's rudypovich.com. So thank you guys for hopping on there. Uh, let's read a couple of comments here. Mira, he was publicly humiliated, so he should be publicly exonerated. Don't blame victim. Don't blame victims, Rudy, because Amber is... Don't blame victims? Am I, am I blaming... I didn't say I was blaming Johnny. I'm just saying it takes two goddamn people, doesn't it? You have to realize when you are being abused, and you have to have good enough people around you to tell you that you are being abused. So I'm not blaming him for allowing this to happen, but he's got to own up to it, too. I get that sometimes you're manipulated and your brain ain't working right, but after a while, dude, this one's on you, you know? I, I, this, I do the same thing when it comes to fucking people who complain about their parents well into their upper years. It's like, eventually you have to give it up. You have to stop. Because the blame has shifted from them to you. So stop, stop, absolutely. Um, Gracie, people live, 
People like that Lee, uh, live in tiny, tiny worlds. No, I, I, absolutely. What's up, Hunter? Um, no, is Amber freaking uh, nut job? Yeah, of course. But as is everybody. So, um, let's see. Sally, society needs to accept that many men get abused in relationships and it's not funny or entertaining. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it happens. Uh, it happens to the best of us, you know? Talk about any guy and like, especially like his young 20s when his brain is just filled with so many chemicals and he has absolutely no idea what to do with any of them. That shit's tough. And you get somebody who's very manipulative. I mean, Christ, they just had a thing on 2020 the other night about a, a woman who talked her boyfriend into killing himself. He sent her a text that was like, I think I'm going to kill myself. And she's like, you should probably do it. And then he fucking did it. What? I think that gal's doing some time too. Um, I haven't had a chance to go back and read the rest of that, but Jesus, man. Uh, Olina, sometimes even when you are in an abusive relationship, it's hard to leave because you have been slowly manipulated for a long time. You have to start to believe that you, uh, you start to believe that you are worthless and deserve nothing more. Yes, it goes. Absolutely. It absolutely does. Um, but then eventually it leads to shit like this. It leads to us having to be on a trial. It leads to us having to have all their dirty laundry, no pun intended when it comes to Amber, be completely thrown out onto the news feeds. Like if if those two would, if somebody would have intervened and maybe it's not on them, maybe it's a friend, maybe it's an assistant, maybe it's somebody on the outside going, Jesus Christ, you two are maniacs. You got to stop. You got to stop. You're both going to lose your careers if you don't knock it off. Either stay together or figure it out or, or move on. Maybe that's not, I'm not going to say it's Paul Bettany's fault. I'm just saying as a friend, you should probably maybe tell your friends, dude, these, this is not working for you. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Mira, you stay in an abusive relationship because you give them the benefit of the doubt. Been there. Yeah, I've watched, uh, you know, I watched my mom hang out with, my uh, my stepdad, who was just a massive piece of shit for the longest time. Yeah, I get it. You're scared. Absolutely. Absolutely. In hindsight, it feels, once you finally get out, it's, it's like anything else. You're so afraid to, to make that jump. You're so afraid to quit your job. You're so afraid to do this. You're so afraid to try something new. Oh, my God. Heaven forbid if it doesn't work out. Well, what if it does work out? What if it does? Waste all that time and energy wondering what if and then it did work out you're like i should have done this five years ago maybe you weren't ready i don't know i'm just saying this type of shit is we watch it all unfold like that's the thing about about hey man you see something you say something really because every time i've seen something i say something and then shit never gets resolved ever when i was at ks95 des who was on the morning show with me we had a bit of a stalker problem and this fucking whack job came to an event and told me in front of all of our, uh, in front of salespeople, in front of listeners, this guy said, I am going to kill the governor. That's exactly what he said. And when that dude walked away, uh, my sales manager, John looked at me and went, who the fuck is that guy? And that guy needs mental help. And I went, absolutely. I was like, that dude's been following me around and Des for like a decade. 
He comes to the Minnesota State Fair and just stands next to the booth to fucking make Des feel creepy. Like, this dude has been coming around, man. So I go to um, uh, I go to management, and I'm like, hey, we got this dude who's like fucking around, man. This guy said he was going to start like taking out officials. You should probably do something about it. Luckily, we had people in that industry that were uh, carefully selected by management to handle situations like this. And that shit got resolved. <laughs> I never saw that dude again. Des never saw that dude again. Uh, that is the only instance I can think of where somebody said something because we saw it and shit got handled. I never saw this dude again. I don't know what happened to him. All I was told was, we're going to send some people down there to make sure we send a message. That was it. That was all I was told. We called, listen, we called, we called the state and we're like, dude, this guy publicly said this in front of many people. So you guys do with it what you want. He was sending videos to us on Facebook of like him with shotguns and blowing shit up. And I'm like, what more do you need? What more do you need? But half the time, and half, this is like the one instance that I can think of where we came to somebody with a problem and it got fixed. Every other time, it's always, it, you hear that a million times. Oh, yeah, no, the neighbor would go outside and he would, you know, fucking hang stuffed animals from the tree and then shoot them with a slingshot. And then next thing you know, he hits a 10-year-old in the side of the head with a fucking rock. And they're like, I don't know, man, I guess we didn't see it coming. Didn't see it. Well, why didn't you see it coming? Everyone else saw it coming. God damn it. Uh, what's up, Titty? Titty Vanilli? That's my, that might be my favorite name of all time. I'm digging on that. Thank you guys for uh, finding this podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, and uh, Instagram. And if you don't catch the whole thing, you can just go ahead and listen to it. Just straight up uh, audio version on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. So, yeah. All right. Well, anyways, I think I've done enough complaining for today. Uh, I, I wanted to get into it. We'll get into it tomorrow. Uh, I went and saw a hypnotist yesterday to try and combat a little bit of anxiety that I've been having and some, I don't know, pathways, thought pathways that I think maybe could be, you know, we could reroute those things, you know? I mean, much like they did with the Red River over in North Dakota. Hey, man, we got civilians here. Let's move this river around. Maybe we start doing that with uh, some thought processes. And uh, it was it was fascinating. It was fascinating. Uh, I'll tell you guys the whole story about it tomorrow because it really was, it was something that when I walked out of there, I'll tell you this, I walked out of there after sitting through the hypnosis and I felt buzzed. I felt like, it felt like somebody had taken weight off of my brain. I'll tell you that whole story tomorrow. Find this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. And every day at 9.45 a.m. it goes live on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Once again, you guys, thank you so much for taking a long walk to Cleveland. the truth never gets old. 
Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.